From the Heritage Foundation, I'm Tim Desher, and this is Heritage Explains. I have a plan that shows how we can have Medicare for all without raising taxes one cent on middle class families. I've spent a big chunk of my life studying why families go broke. And one of the number one reasons is the cost of health care, medical bills. And that's not just for people who don't have insurance. Medicare for all solves that problem. That's Senator Elizabeth Warren. To solve our health care problems, she believes we should eliminate all private insurance and let the federal government control all aspects of health care. Some call it Medicare for all, others call it single payer, and others call it universal health care. We'd call it a disaster. Leaders on the left always say they talk with people around the country about how they want government to run health care. I wish she'd talk to me. If she did, she'd learn the following. I am an insulin-dependent type 1 diabetic. I wear a medical device and give myself injections before every meal, when I get up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, and whenever my blood sugar is too high. I also regularly prick my finger to test blood sugar. As my dad said once, son, you're a human pincushion. Without exaggeration, my entire life hinges on access to affordable health care. So when I was set to study abroad in London, I didn't really fear at first. One, because I was young and dumb and really didn't think anything bad would happen. But also, I knew they had universal health care, so I'd at least be covered a little bit. Two months into my studies, I realized a serious, potentially life-threatening issue related to my disease. I needed to see a doctor immediately, so I went to the local hospital. The young admin clerk looked at her schedule and said the next opening she had was in a week and a half. I reiterated that it was serious, and she said she just couldn't accommodate me. I began to cry, and I begged her. In a crowded waiting room, I went into great detail about what was going on. It was actually so gross that I won't even share it with you. The bottom line, I was humiliated, I was embarrassed, and I was defeated. As I was walking away, she said that she was able to move some things around to accommodate me. I turned and looked at her and broke out into tears and thanked her. I share this story because I have experienced the type of health care system Senator Warren is advocating for. Of course, she nor any member on the left wants someone to go through what I went through in the UK. But it is the sad reality of how universal health care works. There are a limited number of doctors, resources, and the ability to see people. To me, it's amazing how much power an administrative clerk in their young 20s had over me. If it wasn't for her having compassion on me, I wouldn't have been able to see a doctor. Also, did a person lose their place in line because of me? 
Likely so. But let's think about this for a second. Let's say we did pass Medicare for all and everyone had access to government health care. What would it cost? Senator Warren says that if we tax billionaires, we can pay for it without raising taxes on the middle class. Is that true? Is it even possible? If not, what should the solution be? Tommy Binion is the vice president of government relations here at the Heritage Foundation. And this week, he explains. Tommy, we've heard the term Medicare for all thrown around quite a bit. And this new report that we're talking about today, it's called How Medicare for All Harms Working Americans. It, it really does correct the bad information coming out from the left. So, but how, you know, one of the problems is that Bernie Sanders has his version. Elizabeth Warren has her version. So if you could lay a foundation here, what, what is a good definition that aggregates it all? It, well, so Medicare for All is not it. Uh, Medicare for all is, uh, I, I think, a really a mischaracterization for what these presidential candidates on the Democratic uh, primary stage are selling us. What they're selling us is government-run health care. Okay. What they're selling us is making private health insurance, uh, private arrangements with health care providers, uh, private transactions, making all of that illegal and replacing it with a scheme where you can go to a government-run healthcare facility and get healthcare. Furthermore, this paper is about correcting one of, I think, the quintessential myths, one of the quintessential mischaracterizations that Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and others are saying about this government-run healthcare plan. Uh, they are saying, you will be better off financially. Yes, this will cost more money in terms of a tax increase, but think of all the money you'll be saving on health care. So what our analysts here at the Heritage Foundation, what, what Jamie Hall and Ed Hazelwire did is they asked themselves, okay, how much is Medicare for All going to cost? How much does that mean uh, taxes are going to go up on Americans? And will we, as Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren say, be better off? What do you think the answer to that question is? Well, from personal experience, I, I think that we would probably be worse off. But let's get into it just a little bit here. How much do we do we have a projection how much over the next ten years this is all gonna cost? There are there are lots of projections okay. about how much Medicare for all will cost over ten years. Honestly, the ten year budget window is is um, really hard to calculate. So what this paper focuses on is if it were enacted today, how much would it cost next year? Got it. You can get a lot more um, accurate uh, analysis if you just look at how much is it going to cost in the first year. So that's what this paper does. And so let's get to it. How much is it going to cost Americans? The best part about this paper is it calculates how much it's going to cost each one of us individually. So uh, the the simple way to say it is your payroll tax is going to go up 21%. Which means what? That means you're going to... Well, for me, it would mean $9,000. I'm I'm a married couple with two children and I'm on an employer-based health plan. That means... My taxes are going to go up nine thousand dollars next year. Wow. Tim, I can't afford that. I don't know if you could. I yeah, can't. No. 
No, not at all. No. And and tell me about consequences of that. Tell me about so so we eliminate completely. You will no longer go to the the, the doctor that you have. Would you be assigned to a hospital? How how would how would this work? How conceptually how would this work? Well, those decisions today are yours. Right. If something is wrong with you, you have the choice to go which doctor you want to go see, what treatment you want to seek, how you want to handle your health care. Under a government-run system, all of those choices are taken away from you. They're given to the government. The beauty of today's system is the choices that you as an American consumer have. Choices are what makes the market go. When businesses have to compete for your business, when they want you to choose them, they're going to offer you a better product at a lower price. Of course, when you take that choice away and you give it to the government, they have completely different incentives. Um, They will prioritize different things. Will the government prioritize health care for very old Americans? Probably not. Will they prioritize health care that's going to cost a lot to save the lives of somebody or maybe a cheaper treatment that has a, 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 less, uh, a worse success rate? Uh, the incentives are different when you give the choices to the government. And we've heard those nightmare stories from countries that already have this. They, they really are a nightmare. Okay, just a quick break from our conversation. What are the big issues happening in D.C.? And what are the issues happening that the media doesn't want you to know about? Well, the agenda can clear all that up. It's an email that comes out on Monday morning and gives you the conservative perspective, along with television interviews from our experts on all the issues, as well as important events happening at the Heritage Foundation. Be in the know. Sign up by emailing managingeditor at heritage.org, or you can scroll down to the bottom of heritage.org and look for the subscribe to email updates section. It's on the right-hand side of the bottom of the page. Okay, let's get back to our interview with Tommy. The, the sobering reality here is that, at least in this report, from my understanding, is that it's impossible for corporations, for billionaires, you know, and drug companies to pay for a Medicare for all system, but the left continues on that. What what are they basing that on? Uh, well, they're not basing it on mathematics in any way. Um, if you just want to tax the wealthy to pay for your Medicare for all plan, there's not enough money there. You could tax them at a hundred percent, which of course would drive their productivity down to zero percent. But if you taxed them at ninety nine point nine percent, you still wouldn't have enough money to pay for Medicare for all. And and let's keep in mind, Medicare for all is not the only thing that Elizabeth Warren wants to pay for. Medicare for all is not the only new program that Bernie Sanders is pushing. So where are they going to get the money to pay for all of these things? And it's you know, it's not so much about, well, our, our, our debt and our deficit is going to go up. It's about the fact that this is completely an unrealistic policy agenda that will bankrupt our country, that will cost us as individuals and families amounts of money that we clearly cannot afford. Um, and so we're you know, the American people that are, that, are, uh, that are buying this, they're being sold a bill of goods. And, and that's my question. Do they actually buy this? Do Americans actually think that this can work, or is this purely pol- politics? Well, some of them are buying it. Yeah. Uh, Warren and, 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 and Sanders are doing fine in the Democratic primary, and, and, and in some respects, they're surging. Certainly over, uh, over the decades, um, these types of policies are as popular as they've ever been. 
socialism is as popular today in America as it's as it's ever been. Uh, that's that's a sobering reality. I, I want to go back to what I said at the very beginning, though. Maybe people are just buying into the term Medicare for all. Medicare is fairly popular, uh, and Medicare for all is a benign phrase. Uh, there is quite the marketing job being done uh, by these presidential candidates and their campaigns to sell these proposals. Um, just the, the the very myth that this paper was written to dispel, that you will be financially better off under Medicare for all. Um, I think all of the people that support this plan don't know that that's not true. But hopefully this paper does something to change that. What is this doing for the narrative? You know, they, they, the, the left goes really, really, really far left. And then if they get half of that, that's a huge, still a huge victory for them. Is there a strategy here for that? Or is this, is this uh, go for broke? Uh, you'd have to ask them that question. Um, these are proposals that you need the United States Congress to enact. Uh, obviously, um, the president alone, he or she, could not enact this policy. The votes in, are not there in the United States Congress for Medicare for All. Uh, the very liberal uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, opposes uh, Medicare for All. So, so the votes are not there. That begs the question, if one of these people is elected president, what will the actual legislative agenda be? I have no idea. Uh, and that's troubling in and of itself. What's the fix uh, on our end? What are we proposing? Well, uh, we are proposing a healthcare system that restores choice to the consumer. If you have choice, if you have competition, you're able to choose healthcare that's best for your family. Also, you know, the the conservative ideas on healthcare are about protecting the most vulnerable. Uh, are about working within the market system to deliver the best outcomes. They're about recognizing what's good today. Uh, and what we need to get rid of today. Uh, furthermore, it's about driving the cost down. Yeah. If you're like me, your health care costs shot up since Obamacare was enacted. Uh, if you get your health insurance from your employer, rest assured, the cost that they are paying, the cost of that benefit to you has gone up dramatically. If you're having to buy health insurance yourself, you know exactly how much it costs because it's one of the biggest line items in your personal or your family budget. Uh, the conservative uh, health care options are about driving that cost back down where it should be. Uh, that's what the market will restore. That's one of the miracles about the economy that we're experiencing right now is, is that people's wages are going up. While at the same time, the cost of healthcare continues to rise. So employers are really, really uh, giving a benefit to their employees because of a strong economy. But when the economy goes back down, if it does, sorry, <laughs> wages go down too. Right. And, and, when, and, and when that benefit becomes too expensive for employers to provide uh, and employees have to go out and purchase it themselves, um, their purchasing power is way down because the cost of basic coverage is way up. Tommy, thanks so much for uh, coming in today. Appreciate it. You bet. And that's it for another episode of Heritage Explains. We love hearing from you guys, so please send us an email at managingeditor at heritage.org. That's managingeditor at heritage.org. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what we can improve on. Let us know uh, any ideas or topics that you might have for another episode. Michelle's up next week for a special Thanksgiving episode. Gobble, gobble. Heritage Explains is produced by Michelle Cordero and Tim Desher, with editing by Thalia Rampersad.